Welcome to the podcast TV with my mom, the podcast where me and my mom talk about TV. Hi, Mom. Hi, Rachel, from Far Away Land. I know, we're still recording from far away. I think this week we could have done it in person because we were doing that more and more, but because I'm quarantining for my vacation next week, I wasn't uh, able to do that. Yeah, so maybe the next one we do, we can be like together. In the same room instead of this tinny phone audio. Yeah, sorry everybody. It's just been a Debbie Downer to make like to do this this way. We haven't really recorded a ton of episodes. Um, it seems like we're doing it like monthly now instead of biweekly. Yeah, I mean it was more fun to it's more fun to get together, you know, be together, have a drink together, you know, see each other's expressions and stuff. I mean, it's just yeah. it's not the same doing it remotely. Well, I mean, I think also like the time that we do have together is so less frequent than it used to be that it's nice to just sort of like not have an agenda of what we do together when I see you yeah um but you know I think we do have a chance to do maybe one in person or something like that let's hope that there's not another big spike Uh, Vermont's been doing really well in terms of its cases so yeah we'll keep seeing what happens let's keep our fingers crossed and our um I don't, I don't know what else I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I do, I do, but it was inappropriate. <laughs> well, now you have to say it. Well, I don't know why, but I said, I was going to say fingers crossed and legs spread, but I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how that popped into my brain. Oh, you're such a goofball. I know. Jesus. Well, our patron saint, Dr. Fauci, says that maybe there'll be a vaccine in sort of limited release by the end of the year. Oh, wow. So, you know, that doesn't mean the end of COVID, but it means, you know, moving in the right direction. So that's pretty positive thinking. Yeah. I mean, if uh, if Russia goes ahead with their vaccine and, they all, and you know, it doesn't work... At least, you know, they were the guinea pigs. I guess, guess, Jesus, let's just change the subject, because I am just not saying good things. That's fine. We can change the subject. (laughs) Um, What are we going to talk about on the podcast today, Mom? Well, today we're going to talk about, well, we have, are we going to talk about two things or just one? (laughs) I only understood it to be one thing, but now I'm not sure what you're talking about. Well, we had talked about... Um, talking about I'll Be Gone in the Dark, and then we talked about the second season of the Umbrella Umbrella Academy. So, do you want to do a short do both, or do you want to just do one? Let's just talk about Umbrella Academy. That sounds like a damn fine idea because it's a little more lighthearted. Well, it's also that like I just didn't think that we had a whole podcast worth of things to say about I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Like, you know, other podcasts are talking about it. It's a true crime thing, and We've mentioned it, and I just, I don't know. Do you have anything else of, of interest to say about that show? No, I don't think I do, so screw it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk about the second season of Umbrella Academy that was released just the other day. Yes, oh. and what? Go ahead. Oh, um, I didn't, it took me the same amount of time to get warmed up to it that it did with the first season. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, before we get into it. 
Do you yeah. want to? Do you want to? Oh, oh my God! I almost forgot <laughs> the most important thing on the planet that's exi- in existence in between my phone line and yours. It's oh my God! It's TV news. <laughs> <laughs> such a goof yeah i know i can't help it um my tv news this week yeah yeah is about um in march of 2019 a youtube video was posted by uh what's his name morgan cooper morgan cooper so over a year ago morgan cooper posted this youtube video that was a uh just a trailer for his pitch of an idea for a dramatic reboot of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I mean, I watched that trailer, I remember watching it when it came out in March of 2019, and it's it actually looks great. Like, I mean, if you knew anything about The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which I obviously watched, it's a 90s uh, sitcom that was on NBC, starring Will Smith, everybody knows it, you can sing the whole theme song. Um, but it was a comedy, you know, although there was some, you know, like any sort of 90s sitcom at the time, there were like heavy moments on the show. But anyway, this guy, Morgan Cooper, created this trailer that was like kind of a multi-cam instead of a single cam uh, version that was like darker and more realistic and grittier of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So anyway, that came out on YouTube and it kind of, it went viral, but that was it, right? Like it was just a YouTube video. Right. Well... As of August 11th, which is just a few days ago, mm-hmm. news was released that um, <laughs> that YouTube trailer back in 2019 piqued Will Smith's interest, and now he's on board as an executive producer alongside Morgan Cooper, and they're shopping it out to streaming services. Oh my god, that's hilarious. So they've reached out to like HBO Max and Netflix and... Um, you know, all those, uh, Peacock, which is the new, uh, NBC streaming service, which we can also talk about as TV news. Um, and they're getting offers, so it's going to get produced (laughs) and it's going to get made. Um, so I just thought that was really exciting. Super nostalgia, nineties throwback. Will Smith is connected to it, which I think will make people happy. And it looks like it's going to be, if it's anything like the trailer, it looks like it could be really good. Oh, well, um, I would love to watch it because I've never watched the original. You never watched any of it? Of course you didn't. Yeah, it was it was bef- it was like after your time of watching comedies. <laughs> <laughs> when was when did I end watching comedies? I don't know. I don't. I mean, I remember you watched Friends. That was a sitcom that you were into. Yep, I did watch Friends. Mad about you. I, mad about you. I just don't know when I stopped uh, being amused. Well, you know, TV sort of changed in the, like, late 90s, early 2000s. We've talked about this before. TV got more serialized, and so it got more complex and darker, and I think you just got more into those kinds of shows. Yeah, I probably did, and just got away from all the, you know, stupid humor. Yeah. Um, That's true. I probably moved more into, like, when did X-Files come out? Like, X-Files and stuff like that. That was in the, like, late 90s, I think. Yeah. I guess I get into spooky town. <laughs> um, well, you've always been into, like, sci-fi fantasy stuff more than comedies. Yeah, I guess so. Probably because I can't remember any other comedies than you just mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so the other little bit of TV news, which I kind of hinted at, was that NBC's released their new streaming service called Peacock, and the thing that's most shocking about it is that it's absolutely free. Absolutely free, which is absolutely crazy. I mean, I think it's pretty great. I mean, you could just watch, I mean, like, all, like, every season of every NBC show ever produced is available to watch. Yep, and you wonder, I mean, why did they do it? And it's like... CBS is you have to buy their all access whatever the hell it is maybe it's because they don't intend to like be producing new content but I guess they just said that they're they're shopping out this Fresh Prince of Bel-Air show to, yeah. to Peacock so I don't know or maybe I like wonder... if you want the newer content you have to pay I don't know yeah yeah maybe that's what I was going to say is maybe once they start getting their own shows that they're producing or whatever that yeah. you have to pay yeah well anyway that's my TV news your TV news was delightfully delicious. <laughs> Thank you. I love Will Smith. He's been doing some YouTube um, things with, uh, what's the guy's name? Jason? No. Well, now I don't know who it is. I think it's Jason Derulo, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, They've been doing, like, funny bits on YouTube. Um, I wonder who it could possibly be. I think it's Jason Oh, God. I think it's the guy that goes, you know, Jason Derulo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just Googled it, and there's a few, well, it's, I guess, one YouTube video that's Jason Derulo knocks out Will Smith's teeth, which is a yeah, joke because have, of that time that Jason Derulo knocked out his own teeth. Yeah, and then they have an eyebrow war. So I, I don't know where that just came from, but that was my little bit of sidebar. Jason Derulo has been sort of blowing up on TikTok, so I wonder if that... Yeah, none of these are actually YouTube videos direct from Will Smith or Jason Derulo, so I guess they probably put something on TikTok. Oh, I gotcha. Might would be my guess, but I don't know. Oh. Well, anyway. It was, kind of, it was kind of funny. I don't know why I mentioned it. Why did I mention it? Because you were talking about liking Will Smith and watching stuff from him. Oh, yeah, yeah, time. yeah. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I give up on myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, Umbrella Academy Season 2, luckily for us, uh, Netflix produces, or, uh, cr- what's the word? Creates? What's the word? Films? Uh... Films? <laughs> they they do all of the work for their shows, like, months before they release them. And so, luckily, uh, Umbrella Academy was able to be filmed before everybody went into oh. quarantine, second season, and it was able right. to be released. So, um, lucky for us, we got to watch it. We did. It was, um, I mean, it was very enjoyable. So, you were saying um, that it took you as long to get into it as the first season did. And we talked about the first season in an episode a while ago, and you had kind of decided maybe you wouldn't keep watching it, or you would. You were kind of, like, him and hawing about on, it. I was on the fence. It was just too much um, too much to figure out, or to or try to figure out where it was going and stuff. Yeah, at the but time then... for the first season, we said, like, you know, it starts off, you start watching it, and it's... Every time I say it, you're like, oh, but it, the, the, the term is in medias reus, meaning that it like, it starts with the story already in action. So it's like, right. you kind of have to play catch up for the first few episodes to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And I don't usually care for that too much. Yeah. <laughs> I like to be, you know, tell me what the hell's going on right off the bat that I'm totally behind you. 
Well, it's like it's such a common trope in television these days to sort of do that where you get dropped into the action and you have to kind of figure out what's happening. And I remember yeah. like they did that with the show Lost and it felt like maybe that was one of the first shows that did that where all of a sudden you were like, who are these people? What happened to them? And then you get the flashbacks to sort of learn about it. Well, Jesus, whenever I think about Lost, I am still lost on some of the things. So <laughs> it's like. Whatever. We're not getting into that one because that would take all night. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have to, but yeah, yeah. it can it can be kind of a, tr- a tired uh, cliche of television these days to do that. But I, I think Umbrella Academy does it pretty well. They do. I mean, they did. There's a there's a lot to keep track of mm-hmm. with each of the characters. They're off in their own little, um, you know, worlds that are happening because they at the end of season one they all. Um, Time warped. Is that what it's called? Time warped. Yeah. So yeah. Spoilers, everybody. But you know, why? I hope you've seen season one by this point. But there'll yeah. probably be also spoilers for season two. So just you know, prepare Dude, yourself. That's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So at the end of season one, they um, time warped to get away from the um, cataclysmic. I can't say it. You were close. Cataclysmic. Yeah. 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 Oh, Jesus. <laughs> End of the world happening. <laughs> yep. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Thank you. Um, but then they, when they time warped, they all ended up going to 1963 or 1962. I can't remember. I think 63. And um, ended up there at different times of, in that year. So some of them end up in 1963 in like October or earlier. And some of them end up in... 1961 like yeah like uh allison is there for like a year allison's there for a year and um klaus is there for three years right so, so they all have to kind of i think they both came to the to the realization that they might be stuck there by themselves and they started to build a life for themselves which makes sense because in the first season we learned that five um when he time warped uh to kind of prove a point to the dad character, mm-hmm. um, Hargreaves, he ended up in the apocalypse and lived for like 45 years by himself before he figured out how to get back to his family. And so when five time jumps them all to avoid the apocalypse, they kind of know going into it, all right, this might not work not out work. the way that he planned. So yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it's not like a, tro- it's not like a, it's not like a bad storytelling device to have them do that. It, 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 it fell along with the, the trajectory of the other story in the first season. Right, and then there's some flashbacks to where each of them first showed up in their time, mm-hmm. and what happened to them, and what they each character what they went through, and and then then they end up all kind of meeting up again. And this it's right before Kennedy is shot by like like a week or something. Yeah, ten days, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so that was a good uh, kind of. St- historical point of action to kind of pivot around because it also had the civil rights movement which was so they got to kind of you know explore what was going on in the civil rights movement and the kind of kennedy you know uh Mm -hmm. what was going on with kennedy yeah and the who was it was kennedy and the uh, soviets yeah yeah i wasn't sure if they said soviets or if they said something else yeah well because vanya is a Russian name and she gets kind of right. uh, interrogated by the FBI at one point because she might be a communist Russian. Right. So, 
it's kept you i mean the first few episodes that's where i kind of got stuck because it was there's a lot of you know okay why is she here and what is going on and mm-hmm. there was just a lot to to decipher for me right and then probably the last you know five episodes i was like glued yeah, and that was sort of what happened in the first season. I know Hannah, uh, my sister, your daughter, who... Um, my daughter? Yeah, your daughter, Hannah, you know her? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> she told me that it took her forever to get into the first season, but then she watched the last few episodes of it really quickly, and then this one, she said that she watched the first few episodes of this season really quickly, and then uh-huh. has not finished it yet, because she kind of lost interest. Um, uh-huh. So she felt like it was sort of the opposite of the first season in that way. Oh, isn't that funny? Which I can and sort of see, because once they kind of figure out the deal with Kennedy, it does sort of feel like, okay, now what? Yeah. What's going to happen? Yeah. And it's not, I mean, and, and this show, I know there's a lot of people that, you know, don't like sci-fi, don't like, you know, uh, wizards and magical shit. <laughs> there's not There's not a lot of that in this show. Shockingly. I mean, there's, huh? Shockingly. Shockingly, I mean, they're not constantly using their abilities to do stuff. I mean, they're, you know, dealing with, I mean, I don't think they are. I didn't really find, I mean, I think it's more, I don't want to say, like, uh, the fight scenes are are fun to watch. The, it's just, yeah, I don't know, it's just kind of campy. Yeah, no, I mean, it's comic booky. Yeah. Because, I mean, it is based on a graphic novel. The Umbrella Academy series is a graphic novel from... 2007 written by Gerard Way and uh, Gabriel Gabriel Ba um, made me want to read the comic books the graphic novels so I downloaded them to my phone so I'll be reading them oh cool yeah that's cool yeah so it's not like it's not filled with uh, you know sci-fi stuff it's not filled with superpowers for sure Um, like I didn't even realize until the end of this season the extent of Diego's powers I know in the last episode I didn't know he could do that shit I didn't either like you see him fight and you're like okay I guess his superpower is that he's like really good at throwing things and he's like a good fighter but like no he controls the trajectory of the things he's throwing and I didn't even realize that no I didn't either I didn't either and I'm glad it ended up with them becoming closer. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, we're giving spoilers for the ending. That's okay. But but then, oh, the ending. I'm not going to say what the ending is. Mm. The real ending is because I think that would ruin it for everybody. <laughs> right. But it was nice. Like, I read an article, a review of it that was like, the show is better and more entertaining to watch when the siblings are joining together. And it becomes, like, less fun to watch when they're, like dealing with you know hating each other or whatever yeah and yeah, i think that's true yeah when they're fighting and going off in their own their own battles or whatever yeah um going their own way it just it annoys me well i felt like for like a lot of the first season that was part of the problem is that like like there were moments in the first season where i was like are you kidding me just like listen to her or like why aren't they having just a normal conversation about this like they were so dysfunctional to the point that it was almost unbelievable yeah. And so it's nicer in this season. Like, they clearly are still different people that have different motivations, and mm-hmm. but they still, like, are not so dysfunctional that they can't <laughs> function. Help each other out. Yeah. 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 So yeah. did you like the first season better or this season better? Um, I think I like this season better. 
Um, I really enjoy Five. He just cracks me up the whole time. What a great actor for in the kid. Oh. He turned sixteen while filming this season. Yeah, um, I mean, he is fantastic. Aiden he's Gallagher a, is his name. He's a kid playing a uh, a kid in a. He's supposed to be like forty five years old or fifty years old or something. Yeah, I think he's supposed to be like in his sixties because he's sixteen when he goes back in time, and then he spends like forty five years back in time. Oh, so. He's yeah. He's like a he's a he's a teenager. He's a fifteen year old playing a sixty five year old man inside a teenager's body. But he That's yeah crazy. He, he does it really well. Yeah, he does it very well. I'd watch him on other stuff too. If he did other stuff. Yeah, I was just looking up to see if he's been in anything else that we've seen, and really he hasn't. Like huh. it's mostly Umbrella Academy. But I I imagine that this show has the potential to sort of. Um, send him up for sure yeah something yeah he's very enjoyable to watch he is and so is um i enjoyed uh diego's girlfriend uh yeah lila is her name on the show and she's played by uh uh uh-oh ritu aria oh shit i'm gonna have to look that up give me a second oh boy (laughs) (laughs) i hate it when i can't pronounce people's names Uh, i sound like such a fucking kamala Kamala. Yep. You said that right. <laughs> I, I say it every, I say it two or three times a day now just to make sure I say it right. <laughs> okay. So that's another person named Ritu. So I looked up her name. So Ritu Arya is uh, the person that plays Lila Pitts on the show. And she is a very good actress. <laughs> yeah, she's great. She's really, really great. And I also yeah. thought the guy who plays Diego, who is David Castaneda, he also yeah. was really great in this season. He, I mean, the, the season sort of yeah. circles around him a lot. Yeah, I like him a lot better this season, too. Yeah, and so. uh, Allison, the woman who plays her Emmy, Raver-Lampman, she's really great in this season and has, like, a lot mm-hmm. to, of stuff to sort of chew on as, as a yeah. black woman from our age sent back to the 60s during the Civil Rights Movement. Right, and she's in the thick of the sick of the whole thing robert sheehan does a great job because at one point he has to be klaus but it's the character of ben being klaus um oh my god and ben is is great too sometimes klaus annoys me Mm. you just want to slap him silly yeah he makes bad choices yeah they're all such good actors i think yeah i would say the character that gets on my nerves the most is uh luther um, oh, really? Played by Tom Hopper because he's just sort of boring. He's like, he's like, a, like his whole gimmick is that he's a really tough guy, big, strong man, but is a like total softy, like emotional wreck. Yeah. Um, and I just get a little tired of his like whininess. Yeah, he does tend to whine. But it's they they all kind of fit a place and take a role in the show, and I think it's great. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, what do you think, we, we probably said this when we did the first episode, um, when we talked about the first season, but the first season scored 75% uh, tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes with an 86% audience score. Oh. How do you mm. think the second season compares? Uh, I mean, it's still fresh out of the gate, second season. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it an 85, 87. So it was 75 before. You think it's made it up to 85? Yeah. So here's the critical consensus. Because if it's not, they're going to cancel it. It's going to suck. Here's the critical consensus. 
goodness. Can you hear this freaking dog? God, this yeah, other dog is I, so obnoxious. Um, being home all the time and like working at home, I just hear it barking constantly. Um, uh, maybe give it some bones. <laughs> yeah, that'll help. Um, okay, so the critical consensus is proof that time can heal almost all wounds. The Umbrella Academy's exhilarating second season lightens its total uh-huh. load without losing its emotional core, giving the super siblings room to grow while doubling down on the time-traveling fun. Mm. Critical score, 90%. (laughs) Audience score, 89%. So both have improved a lot. Yeah, you were really close. And so that's awesome because I think that really does kind of guarantee it a third season. Nice. That'd be good. Yeah, I'm excited, especially with the way the second season ended on that cliffhanger. I mean, yes, because they have to answer that, because that's totally fucked with my head. You know, what I'm happy about is that the guy who plays Ben... Uh, Don't say it. Well, I just, you know, I'd be interested to have him, see him have a bigger role. Yes, I would like to see him have a bigger role also. And it's the way it ended, he certainly is. Yeah, I read an article that said he was, uh, his, like, favorite scene to play was the scene with him and Ellen Page, who plays Vanya in... That sort of mind palace. Yes. Without spoiling anything. And uh, and he said it was just because it was the first scene he got to film where he didn't just talk to Robert Sheehan, who played Klaus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Yeah. That's so anyway, uh, yeah, it sounds like we're telling you guys that you should be checking out the second season of Umbrella Academy. Yeah, you should. It's just, in, or, you know, watch the first, jump into the second. Yeah. And I, I mean, I get what people are saying about it taking a little bit to get into, but... Um, Definitely worth the watch, in my opinion. Yeah, it is worth it. I mean, I sat here one day and I watched like four episodes back to back. Well, I was making a pillow. But, um, it was uh, uh, very enjoyable. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I don't think you need to be ashamed about binging TV. I've been doing that a lot, too. It's just what happens. It does. Now that it's quarantino land. Now, now that you can't do anything. Or um, you can, but you shouldn't. <laughs> right. Um, what do you think we're going to talk about next week? Or um, next episode. Or the next episode. I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's any, like, I mean, there's definitely no new TV coming on. There's not. For, for a little bit. But, um, I don't know. I'm going to look around on Netflix, see if I can find something interesting. Guess what I started um, watching? What? Outer Banks. <laughs> Seriously, I finished that. <laughs> it reminds me so much of those like classic summer season shows oh. that we used to watch all the time when I was like oh in high god. school. Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't believe you started watching Outer Banks. That's so hilarious. maybe we could talk about that in the next episode. Oh, we could. I mean, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> um. It could be enjoyable to talk about that one since you're since you're watching it. Well, before we uh, do that, do you have a word of wisdom for us for the week? My word of wisdom for the week. I don't. I don't really have anything that like jumped out. I haven't really. Um, I mean, I say stupid stuff all the time. But um, <laughs> you say wise, wise things. You say wise things. Oh yeah, I say wise things all the time. But none have really, you know, captured me or you know. I've written them down, but I just want to say, like, I was talking to somebody about right now, everybody seems to be just stuck 
you know, you don't have any motivation to do anything. You know what I mean? And I'm finding it very hard to get um, motivated to do stuff. I mean, yeah. I don't want I don't want to get into the deep dark you know problems of my life. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally commiserate. But I I am just having a hard time. You know, I mean, I I know that Vermont is doing a lot better, and I'm not scared about you know the. Uh, the, you know, be having to quarantine and be how it was like a few months ago. It's, I'm not as scared. I don't come home and scour my body from head to toe anymore after I've been at work. But I just want to, you know, I just want to figure out some way for, I mean, right in, give me some, give me some, uh, you know, suggestions or something. I guess I'm asking people for suggestions. I just need to have, I don't know, just some help, uh, how am I gonna? How do I want to say it, Rachel? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, I mean, wanna... you're you're asking people to write in and and give you some some ideas for what's keeping them feeling creative and motivated right now. Yeah, I yeah. mean, let me know what they do. I mean, it's like it's just so difficult to get you know be at work all day long wearing a mask and dealing with that and having to be the person that's. I feel like I'm the person that's the, you know, pandemic, uh, police. Yeah. And I'm tired of doing that. It's just, it's, you get to that point where it's like, all you want to do is sit in your house and eat cupcakes. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I feel similarly. I think, you know, I think it's just gotten, it's just been happening for, it's been so long, you know? And so you kind of like run out of ideas of things to do that make you feel like, you're accomplishing anything, you know? It just sort of feels yeah. like the same thing over and over again, Groundhog yeah. Day. Um, yeah. So, you know, not much of a word of wisdom, but more like a, it's, how about you guys give us your words of wisdom? It's not, I'm sorry, it's not a word of wisdom. I think it's, I think my, well, no. Here's my word of wisdom. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy with what, the, with what you were going with. Go ahead. Were you happy with what I went with, or should I try to, a word of wisdom no no I'm happy if you have if you want to like convert what you did into a word of wisdom you can but I think it's I think it's okay to ask for help sometimes Ooh, that's a good word of wisdom (laughs) there you go hey we dug around and we actually pulled one up (laughs) (laughs) maybe it is okay to ask for help I mean it totally is okay to ask for help and I guess I'm just looking for help with my motivation I like it me too. But nobody's gonna write. But you know, fuck them. <laughs> well, hey, maybe uh, maybe this one will will make them want to do it. Would they? Because it would it would really be a help. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mom. Well, this was fun. This was fun, Rachel. And, uh, and... I guess we'll talk to everybody in a, the next time we post an episode. <laughs> Not yes, gonna make any promises. <laughs> yeah, we're not making any promises right now, but. You know, we'll talk again soon. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks 
once again for listening to our podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at TV with my mom and on Twitter at TV with mom. Or drop us a line like I asked recently at TV with my mom at gmail.com. Yeah, send us an email and you can rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, yes, you can. Two listeners of the podcast have recently tied the knot. What? Yes, they had to do smaller weddings than they initially anticipated with just their family. And But Sophia and Kelsey, congratulations. They didn't marry each other. They married their partners. <laughs> but, oh, I thought you... <laughs> sorry, I did make that sound that way. They just happen to both be listeners and they happen to both get married. Wow. So congratulations, Sophia and Kelsey. Yes, congratulations. Knock on wood, hope it lasts. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, and who do we want to thank, Mom? I want to thank John Dodson for his musical repertoire. And Diane Sullivan for her art, as always. Thank you, guys. As as always, thank you very much. And uh, you'll hear from us soon. All right. uh, Yeah, I'll hear from you, and you hear from me. Love you, Mom. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Can't want to sign up on you. (laughs) I'm glad you didn't.